Welcome to Keeping It Real with KC. I am your host, KC Phoenix. It is officially the weekend and officially the Keeping It Real with KC show. For those who have been listening to my daily thought, which is a supplement to Keeping It Real with KC, you will know that I said I am only doing one episode this weekend, and it is a wacky news weekend. And I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? Even though I'm doing just one episode for Keeping It Real with KC this weekend, I decided to take more than one news story because usually I just do one by one for each episode. This time I am I was able to go on the internet because I made you guys a promise. I told you that I will do my best to find the most outrageous stuff that I could find and then read that to you with wacky news. And I was able to do that. I found a top seven countdown from a website. It's called Cracked. And it says seven crazy news stories that deserve their own movies. <laughs> but before I get into that, I have to do the usual housekeeping. KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. KIRWKC on Twitter. KIRWKC on Instagram. Facebook.com forward slash K-I-R-W-K-C. If you are watching this on Daily Motion or YouTube, don't forget to hit the subscribe button followed by the notification bell on YouTube. That way you will know when I upload new episodes. And before I go into the Wacky News Weekend, there was a little bit of wackiness that happened this morning. Not super duper wacky, but wacky enough. Where I went to, I was planning to go recycle and I turned my car and it didn't turn on. It didn't crank. And I knew right then I was like, I bet you something is wrong with the battery. I was like, it's either going to be the battery or the alternator. One of the two. And sure enough, it was the battery. I called AAA and the guy came over. He's like, yeah, your battery's drained. And I was like, yeah, I don't drive my car that much. I said, I barely drive it once a week. And he's like, well, no, you have to drive your car at least 30 to 45 minutes a week to make sure that the battery gets charged. And I'm like, 30 to 45 minutes? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, man. So now I have to start incorporating that because I barely drive anywhere. I usually have everything delivered to me. And I, I'll go out on usually the weekend to get bottled water this weekend i was going to get bottled water bottled water and also recycle the bottles too which i was able to do but long story short he was able to give the car a jump started the car i ran it for 30 over 30 minutes so it was good then i i did my recycling i went by vons which I don't go by Vons that often. I usually go by Ralph's. But I went by Vons, bought some bottled water, and then came back to the apartment, which I'm a little bit uh, more fatigued today because I stayed up last night watching or almost binge-watching fairy tale episodes. <laughs> and that energy that I had over the past, i probably say, 48 hours, it kind of got sapped because I didn't go to bed until close to midnight. And for me, that's a big deal, especially over these past few months where I've been in the bed usually between 9 and 10, around 9.15, 9.30-ish, give or take. So for me to stay up until almost 12 
after everything that's happened with the mono that I was like, whoa, it it caught up with my body today. I've been a little bit fatigued, but I'm going to make it through it. Anyway, let me quit rambling because I have to do this episode. Then I have to do an episode for my other channel. And then I will be done for the weekend. And then Sunday I can get me some extra rest that I lost watching anime <laughs> last night. So, yes, here we go. Seven crazy news stories that deserve their own movies. And I will read. All right. And this is number seven. If you live in a place that ever gets cold, you probably only seen iguanas at a zoo or in someone's apartment during a very disastrous first date. However, if you live in southern Florida, they're just about everywhere on the street, in the trees, even on your plate. In certain parts of Central and South America, these little monsters are considered yummy delicacies known as the chicken of the trees, which I did not know that until now. <laughs> but unlike other food, you can pick from a tree, including chicken. <laughs> These fellas can mess you up. The winter of 2017-18 saw unusually cold weather in typically warm places. One of these was Florida, where temperatures dropped to under 40 degrees. Bad news for iguanas, which, like any cold-blooded reptile, become cold-stunned at such low temperatures. During the cold snap, paralyzed iguanas would simply fall out of the trees, landing on roads, walkways, and even in backyards. However, from the perspective of some Floridians, it was suddenly raining delicious frozen treats from the sky. Frozen, not dead. Of course, Florida being Florida, one local was dumb enough <laughs> to start scooping up these stunned iguanas and pile them into his car for later. However, seeing as it was so gosh darn cold outside, of course he put his heater on blast as he was cruising for lizards and consequently thawing out dozens of iguanas while he was driving. <laughs> Needless to say, it's difficult to drive a car full of peed off reptiles, so he ended up crashing. <laughs> they didn't eat him, though making them the bigger iguanas. So, <laughs> for that news story, wacky news story, as you heard, the iguanas were cold stunned when it got unusually cold in Florida back in 2017-18. And a man had decided, dinner. Okay. <laughs> and while he was collecting and it was cold, he turned on the heater in his car. It knocked the iguanas out of their cold stunned, I guess you could say, uh... Cryos, not cryogenics, cryostasis, I think is the word. Cryostasis, I think, might be the word for frozen. A cryostasis. Look it up. <laughs> but that happened, and then he had dozens of iguanas in his car, rowdy, and the iguanas being rowdy, because they're after they come out of 
being thawed out. They're like, what is going on? And then they cause him to crash his car. Yes, this is a true story. And yes, it is wacky news. On to the second story. <laughs> Blocking somebody's toilet. <laughs> Here we go with toilets again. I talked about toilets on um, my other wacky news weekend last month with see-through public restrooms. Check out that episode if you haven't. Um, blocking somebody's toilet is one of those faux pas you'll never live down. It's the kind of shame that makes you move to a new slate, to a new state, and assume a new name. One that isn't Poop Monster Dave, but in Switzerland, someone found a way to clog their can in the classiest way possible by literally flushing money down the toilet. This is a true story. I'm not making this up. This, this is so true. When an employee at the USB bank in, in Geneva went on their bathroom break, they encountered a very pleasant surprise. Words that have never before been said about a public restroom stall. First at the USB bank, then at three nearby restaurants. Hundreds of five hundred dollar, five hundred not hundred dollar, five hundred euro bills were clogging up the pipes and rising back up out the toilets. Altogether, authorities estimated that about one hundred thousand euros worth of cash. That's one hundred and twenty thousand in American, which was sadly cut up into pieces, was sent to a waterway S-ridden grave or a watery S-ridden grave. Police quickly found the culprits. Two Spanish women who admitted to cutting up and flushing the bills. Yet the case remains a mystery as both women refused to explain why they did it. Naturally, the police immediately suspected they were dealing with dirty money. <laughs> There is <laughs> well dirtier money. However, while U.S. law makes it a crime to destroy money in Switzerland, it's technically not illegal to put your money where your opposite of your mouth is. So they've yet to be charged with any wrongdoing except for clogging up a toilet like a monster. <laughs> There's another true story. Wacky news. <clears throat> Flushing over $120,000 down the toilet or 100,000 euros. All right. Number five. Spanish police found 8,000 pounds of stolen oranges stuffed in some car. <laughs> it's hard to imagine how much 8,000 pounds really is. One elephant, one billion Cheetos. Or as it turns out, about three cars worth of oranges. In January 2018, a routine traffic stop led Spanish police to uncover some rather zesty contraband. Stuffed inside two cars and a van were over 8,000 pounds of stolen oranges. Officials noticed the vehicles driving very close together in the middle of the night. So they decided to stop them and check for shenanigans. This caused the cars to speed up, resulting in a very short chase. Of course, the cops are trained to be ready for everything when stopping a car. But I'm sitting here, I'm looking, I'm reading my laptop. But when they 
Ask the guys to roll open their windows. They probably weren't expecting to be hit in the face with the clown car's worth of oranges. And I'm looking at this picture. This picture is ridiculous. Five people were arrested in connection with the theft. At first, the thieves insisted they had obtained this unreasonable amount of oranges fair and square, claiming they had come from very far away and had been stopping and collecting oranges along the way like they were on a picnic that got out of hand. Suspicious of this dumbest of explanations, police quickly discovered that the oranges had in fact been stolen from a shipment in the city, which leaves one question. Shouldn't they have been in crates? Did they take them out of the crates to maximize orange carrying capacity? Where were they going to sell loose oranges? All right, so we have several questions. <laughs> on to number four. Oh, this is hilarious. Late one night, Bruce Grubb, a Scottish farmer, went to check out his pregnant cows and got the fright of his life. Wandering down, the cow, wandering down to the cow shed to check on the herd, Grubb caught sight of something altogether unexpected for rural Scotland. A tiger in the barn with his cows. The tiger wasn't attacking them just laying on his side like some feline grim reaper waiting for his big moment. Naturally, Grubb called the police, figuring his local animal shelter wouldn't have, a big enough, wouldn't have big enough butterfly nets. Taking his odd ramblings about tigers very seriously, an armed police unit and several vehicles took up positions outside of the shed. After containing the very chill tiger other officials started calling nearby wildlife parks to ask if someone happened to be short, one giant man-eater. After a tiring 45 minutes, an irritated grub drove his truck up to the big cat to kindly ask if he could go away. There is something I want to say so bad, but I am not going there. Let me finish reading the story. <laughs> However, when he got close enough, it dawned on the 24-year-old farmer that the tiger was, in fact, stuffed. Not, kind, not the kind that once had a family, but then got very intimate with the taxidermist. But a full-on, cuddly-wuddly, toy teddy tiger. Somewhat embarrassed, Grubb returned to the police officers with the stuffed animal like he had just won a big like he had just won big at a fairground ring toss. I feel a bit silly for calling the police, but I thought it was a real emergency, he later said in an interview, adding, We're laughing about it now, but it was very scary at the time. As far as I think they meant as far as how the tiger got there, Grubb's best guess is that it was left there as some sort of joke. Tricky those cows. All right. Number three. <laughs> if you're going to do something as dangerous as stealing a car, you need to have a plan. Case out the vehicle. Know who you're stealing from. Have a getaway plan. Awesome criminal stuff. And if you really want to tick off if you, if you really want to tick off or check off, 
all of the boxes, you should probably also check to make sure there aren't any corpses in the trunk. Earlier this year, an employee of Affordable Cremation Solutions had to quickly drop off some paperwork. When he jumped out of his 2006 Honda Odyssey, he left the doors unlocked and the engine running. After all, why would anyone in their right mind want to steal a crematorium car with a dead body in the back seat? But he came back out just in time to see his van leaving without him, which either meant he'd been carjacked or the zombie apocalypse had started. Police immediately started looking for a car thief involuntary and involuntary body snatcher. Regrettably, the thief didn't seem in the mood for some wonderfully morbid weekend at Bernie's style hijinks with the corpse and police quickly found the minivan abandoned in the front of an auto parts store. Number two, <laughs> buying stuff on eBay is a lot like using Tinder. You can read the descriptions and look at the photos all you like, but there's no guarantee that whatever you click on is safe to bring home. That's how one Londoner who thought she had found the small dining set of her dreams wound up sharing a flat with dozens of confused fish. Becky Smith, was that really her name? Wow. Becky Smith thought she had hit the jackpot when she won a 185-pound eBay auction for an expensive-looking glass table in faux leather chair seat. So when two massive boxes arrived at her home sometime later, she and a friend immediately started unboxing except the boxes were a bit too light for allegedly holding an entire dining room. And the pair soon discovered why. Inside were 40 bags of water containing 150 live tropical fish. Surprise. <laughs> of course, a video of Smith unpacking the 150 very oblivious fish became viral within hours. And it's quite the treat if you like seeing British women calling the fish the C-word. <laughs> Fortunately, it didn't turn out to be a scam at all. Just an innocent delivery mix-up between Smith and a nearby pet store. The driver quickly realized his mistake in time and was able to drive back before a confused pet store owner had to fish an entire dining set out of their aquarium. And finally, this one is wacky, but I don't think this particular story is that wacky. Times are rough. <laughs> For every dog with a successful career in therapy, police enforcement, or modeling, there are plenty who can't seem to catch a break. No matter how hard they chase it, and because begging makes you bad, what is an out-of-work good boy to do? File unemployment, of course. One day, a Michigan man named Michael Haddock was checking his mail and to his surprise, saw an official looking letter from the state of Michigan addressed to his dog, Ryder. It was from the state's unemployment insurance agency telling Ryder they were sorry he had been laid off from his work at the restaurant and that he'd been approved for a cool $360 per week in unemployment benefits. This confused Haddock. If Ryder was working at a restaurant, why had he never brought back any doggy bags? 
Wow. Also, dogs can't earn a paycheck. After the initial shock wore off, Haddock, a lawyer, figured something scammy was going on here. Looking at the letter again, he noticed that it was actually addressed to Michael Ryder, a combination of Haddock's first name and the dog's only name. Haddock contacted the unemployment um, insurance agency, which investigated and found that, that the letter was supposed to go to Michael Ryder, the person, not the German Shepherd. <laughs> However, the human Michael Ryder had never filed for unemployment, but instead had been a victim of the millions of identity thefts which happen in the U.S. each year. How the letter wound up in the paws of dog Ryder, though, nobody knows. As for Ryder, his benefits claim was eventually denied. And Haddock says he does not intend to assist Ryder in filing an appeal. Guess Ryder now needs to start looking for a new lawyer and a new best friend. <laughs> I didn't think that last one was that wacky. I don't know how that one got ranked number one. The one with the iguanas should have been ranked number one. But this one for the unemployment insurance for the dog was ranked number one. I guess because people are into animals and probably why anyways i hope you enjoyed the wacky news weekend you will see me again universe willing on monday with my daily thought thank you to everyone who has been supporting the show i appreciate it more than you will ever know krwkc.com main podcasting platform until next time be blessed